This is Sports and Torts with David Spada and Elliot Harris on TalkZone.com. Elliot, it was a sad day over the weekend. You see who passed away? Who? Leroy Salmon. Oh, yeah, I did. I did. I remember doing the interview with you and Robin last fall. I mean, he was a character, and I listened to the interview again. He was amazing. Yeah, he was a lot of fun. But let's get to a Hall of Fame manager, my favorite team besides the Cubs growing up, the Los Angeles Dodgers, Tommy Lasorda. How are you doing, Tommy? I'm doing great. Thank you. Are you out in California? Um, What is it? Are you out in California? Are you in Chicago today? Do I like California? Are you in California or in Chicago? Where in the world are you? I'm at home. <laughs> oh, because I know when you come to Chicago, you're always at Carmine's, or you're uh, going to for pizza at your famous pizza place, Connie's, or you're stopping for a suit at Hart Schaffner Marks. That's right. You got to <laughs> do that. You got to remember those people. So who's got the better Coffee's food? Pizza. You know something? I just ate one last night that uh, he'd sent me. It fro- had a fr- freezing. I fr- had frozen. And uh, I ate it last night. Boy, I'll tell you, it's, I, I, I mean it. I'm not much of a pizza man, but give me Connie's pizza any day and I'll eat it. Jimmy Wynn, we had on last week, he said he told you to quit feeding him. He was putting out too much weight when he played for the Dodgers. <laughs> Jimmy Wynn, how's he doing? He's doing good. He's still waiting to get in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're all waiting. I saw you at the Italian-American Sports Hall of Fame a couple weeks ago with Mike Piazza, and I gave you that picture, you and Piazza. You signed one for me. I'll tell you what. That guy could flat-out catch. Oh, man, he could hit. That's what his major part was. He, he can throw. He had an outstanding arm. Yeah, he, 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 hey, listen, he was a first baseman in high school. Nobody drafted him. That tells you how much of scouting is not a science. That's right. So you knew immediately he'd be that good? Well, I no, you don't ever think about a guy being that good. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. What do you think about what's going on with this whole Dodger ownership situation here? I see that Steve Garvey and Oral Hershey are looking to buy the club, and I think that would be a great thing. How are they going to buy the club if it's not for sale? Uh, don't you think Bud Selig is going to make that the franchise up for sale? I don't know, but I don't know, but... How could you buy something that is not for sale? So they cannot force a sale, you're saying, the commissioner or the other owners? We don't know what can happen there. I'm just saying, how could you come out and say, and you're being paid by the man, and you come out and say that we want to buy the Dodgers? I get what you're saying. So, Tommy, when you were managing the Dodgers, was that like a dream come true? Oh sure. When I when I when I got in professional baseball, it was a dream come true. But you know, I used to be when I was about 15 years old. I used to actually dream. I was pitching for the Yankees, and there was uh, uh, my catcher was Bill Dickey, Gary going first, DiMaggio in center, uh, Babe Ruth in right, Charlie Culler in left, and. I, I, I thought it was so real. Then all of a sudden, my mother wakes me up and says, wake up, Tommy. It's time to go to school. <laughs> I said, why didn't you leave me alone? Why would you take me away from that dream? It was so real. And I wanted to live into that dream. So I said, you, you, should, you know, you should never take me out of that dream. So then years later, I'm warming up in the bullpen in Yankee Stadium. 
Yogi Berra is the hitter, and the manager goes out and he signals to bring in the left-hander. And uh, as I walked, took that long walk from the bullpen to the pitcher's mound, I looked around and I said, man, I've been here many times, but in my dreams. So dreams become reality. Now, in the mid-50s, the Dodgers had uh, a talented left-hander, and it wasn't you. That's right. I mean, it was you, but it, there was a guy who superseded you, did a little bit better, Sandy Koufax. Did, did you right. ever they think he'd me, be, the, think he'd be that good? Yeah, that was a pretty good choice on their part, I guess. And I say, today, until today, I says, I think they made a big mistake. <laughs> And then when you retired as manager, I mean, you were grooming Bill Russell for years to take over, and then it just didn't work out in L.A. with him. But then you take Mike Sosha, who was another player of yours. He has basically taken that Angels franchise on his back and won a World Series, and he hasn't competitive every year. Were you surprised by that? No, I'm not surprised by uh, him because I always felt that he would make a good manager when he played for me. You know, he played for me about 13 years. And... um he knew the game. He knew how to handle pitchers, and uh, he knew how to handle players. So there was never a doubt in my mind that he wouldn't be a manager and a good manager. So at one time, I had nine guys managing in the major league at the same time. And then altogether, I think I've had about 14 to manage in the major league. And now they have a baseball team named after you in Italy. That's got to be quite a treat. Maybe they what? The team in Italy, they named the Lasortas. That's got to be a real treat. That's right. And they won the pennant the first year. It's amazing. It Tolo. It was in my father's hometown, Tolo, T-O-L-L-O. What part of Italy is that? That's, uh, oh, that's about, about seven, seven, eight miles from, uh, uh, well, what the heck, the, There's a lot of water there surrounding Italy, so it's one of those ports. Yeah. As the third base coach for Walter Alston, what did you learn from him? Well, I learned about being patient. That's what he, he I, I got out of him. But uh, the best manager I ever played for, without a doubt, was Ralph Hauk. Why and was I that? Think, I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. Well, because he was really a player's manager. He treated you he treated you like he wanted to be treated when he played. When you were managing that team in the Olympics, I mean how important was it for you to bring that gold medal back to the US? Well that's the reason why I took the assignment. They said you can't beat Cuba. I said, Well, I would like to go out after them. And that's when I told the commissioner, I told him I wanted to do it. And I, and I, and I, I knew that I could I'd get a team up. And I'd never picked a team, so I didn't know who the players were when I met them. So I took them and uh, made them believe that they could win. And they played their hearts out for our country. And they brought the gold medal. We beat Cuba. They had a piss-off Castro because you know he loves baseball. Yeah, I knew Castro very well. What was he like? Well, he's like uh, he's 
like a guy who, who starts talking and you can't stop him. He talked to he liked baseball. He talked about baseball with me, and he talked about the country with me. So uh, I never realized he was going to be the person that he that he was. Who talks more, you or Castro? He did. Wow, <laughs> is that possible? Hey, don't get smart now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Elliot's a writer. Aren't all those writers think they're smart, Alex? Huh? All writers think they're smarter than everybody else. Yeah, well, I'll have to come after you, pal. <laughs> you could probably catch me too. You're yeah, st- you're when still I come to Chicago. You're still pretty youthful. Jack McKeon's managing. Any chance you make a comeback to the big leagues? Oh no way, no way. I've had it. I did it for 20 years here at Los Angeles, and I've had enough of it. I got one for you. Who talks more, Billy Randazzo? Or Castro. Or who? Billy Randazzo or Castro. Because you know Billy Randazzo, the hot dog guy. Yeah. He loves talking. We've had him come in a couple well, times and guess. Randazzo, Billy Randazzo, he talked the heads off of you. <laughs> and he tells you the same story how many times? Yeah. But you, know, but, you know, he's very knowledgeable about the game. Oh, he is. I mean, we had on... Uh, Floyd Bannister, and he started breaking down the 83 Sox playoffs against Baltimore, and he started telling Floyd what went wrong and how Russo lost that game for the White Sox. Yeah. I mean, I've talked to him a number of times. I wanted to talk to him about hot dog, and he kept talking to me about baseball. <laughs> who, who was the best player you ever managed? Well, talent-wise, I'd have to say Reggie Smith. What was what made Reggie so good? Was it he could do everything, or Reggie was a switch hitter? He could. He was a five point player. He had a great arm. Number one, number two, he could run. He had speed. Number three, he was a defensive outfielder. Number four, he could hit. And number five, he. Uh, he could play. He, he could play defense. So he could do it all. Yeah, he's a five-point player. Okay. There ain't too many five-point players in the game. Okay, who was the best pitcher you ever managed? Well, I had quite a few of them, but you know, John, Don Sutton. You know, he's in the Hall of Fame, so you know, I'd have to say him number one. But there's so many great ones. You know, Bobby Welch. Bobby Welch pitched for me. We traded him. He won 27 games with Oakland. I'll tell you one pitcher who was a phenom was at Fernando Valenzuela. You might not be able to communicate with him. Social, that's why I think he was a catcher was he spoke Spanish. But that guy, for the first couple of years, he was unstoppable. I, comm- I communicated with him. I can speak Spanish. Oh, I didn't realize that. Where did you learn Spanish? I learned playing in Cuba, Puerto Rico. I never knew that because the way they made it, the media, they said, well, oh, know, no, without social. You didn't ask or you didn't, you didn't find out about it. You're right. <laughs> if, you, if you don't ask, you don't you, find you, out. You as a sportscaster, <clears throat> you should know all those things before you interview a guy. You're absolutely right, Tommy. <laughs> Who was the best baseball player you ever saw? A lot of people, best, we ask that question, hitter, they, they come hitter. up with Willie Mays. Best hitter I ever saw was Ted Williams. 
And the best player I ever saw, I had to put two guys on the same level. That'd have to be Willie Mays and Mickey Mantle. And you know what? Everybody else agrees with you. They all say Mantle or Mays. The people who didn't play with Mantle all say it was Mays. The people who played with Mantle said Mantle, but those two are consensus one-two. Yeah, but you can't. You can't. There's, there's a guy just about even with him, just a little bit, was Joe DiMaggio. No, you're absolutely right. But thank you so much for your time, Tommy. We got to go. Anytime, producer... anytime. Thank you. That was Hall of Fame manager Tommy Lasorda, a class act. Definitely. You know, he had some great ball clubs. He had some great clubs, and I love the Dodgers. I believe Dodger Blue, Cubby Blue and Dodger Blue. But another yeah. great show today, Elliot. We had Tommy Lasorda, Val Capone, or Capone. Capone. Some people say Capone, some people say Capone. And Era Parsegan, one of the top college coaches of all time. Doesn't get much better. Thanks for listening to Sports and Torts. Stay tuned next week for another great show.